Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company and out of the pan today, part of the special hashtag trans day of audibility. We very, very much start um, with the most important thing and acknowledge that we're on the lands of the Kulin Nations and we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in from whichever land you are on, on this continent and surrounding islands or any First Nations people all over the world. And we acknowledge that all the lands were stolen and never ceded. Out of the Pan, a show covering Pan issues, um, all knowing no boundaries of sex, gender or musical genre and arts genre for today and tell you why we opened up with the particular track we did in just a second. There's lots of ways to get in touch with the show. You can email out of the Pan or 855, they'll say that again, out of the Pan, digit 855 or one word at gmail.com. No digit in there. Um, SMS 61456751215. Tweet and Insta at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And look for posts on Facebook, Out of the Pan, 3CR, 855 AM Melbourne, and also my page, Sally Golden AM. Any opinions on the show are my own. Not expecting any content warnings for most of the day because it's um, arts and all sorts of stuff. Um, but if we do, if something comes up later in the show, I'll make sure to mention them. Well, open today with um, the police walking on the moon, which seemed uh, my brain worked before coffee. I don't know how that happened. I'm off to see the GP tomorrow. Um, But it seemed like an appropriate choice because we're going to have a bit of, there's many themes to today as well of Trans Day of Audibility um, and Audible, giving more people access to receiving information. I'm going to redefine it that way. Um, But we've also got a bit of a space theme and a base theme. And in that, because Sting was always up front with the base on the police. And in that sense, it is my absolute pleasure to welcome, I think, I'm, I'm probably going to, I'm going to embarrass my guest right off the start. I'm going to say that she's one of the underrated trans contributors in Melbourne in terms of arts. It's fantastic to have her um, with us, bass player, um, film knowledgeable person, um, <clears throat> and occasional presenting on another fine community radio station, Triple R. Welcome to Out of the Pan, Cerise Howard. Hi, Sally. Thank you very much for that very um, embarrassing introduction. Embarrassing and, well, um, all right, you you have a right to your feelings, but I feel it's also deserved (laughs) because you've just been one of those quiet, long-time pillars of of the trans and queer arts in Melbourne. Um, and contributed lots of different things. You've also been, um, if mem- from memory, I think you were on, at least on the, you were involved in Melbourne Queer Film Festival, possibly on the board, if my little memory serves me right. Yeah, never on the board, but as a, a committee member and programmer once in the way, way back, but um, more involved with Tilda more recently. Oh, of course, mm-hmm. yes, the fabulous Trans Film Festival, which um, I'll make a note to come back to that, to that one um, because, of course, haven't been able to do that in as much as we would li- have liked or, you know, in the length, depth and breadth in the last couple of years. Um, but there's also something else that we haven't been able to do, and that is and get out and have live performances with audiences, and that was the catalyst that fitted in so nicely for today. Way back 45 years ago before the pandemic, I went and saw a fabulous show at the Arts Centre called um, Queen Kong in Outer Space, um, featuring 
Sarah Ward, live music, including yourself, but something that I think is really important, and I want to give a special mention towards the end of the interview. I've got lots of things to come back to. Tell us about that show because you're instrumental, no pun intended. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. It probably was subconsciously. In getting that show together and making it um, the inclusive event, it was, how, how, was Was there a catalyst moment um, for um, how, how you did this particular show when it first was performed? Uh, the Legend of Queen Kong, uh, the, the show you saw at the Arts Centre, we had a little season in 2019 and it was notionally episode two of a trilogy. We uh, thought we would stage that before episode one. It's a show that plays with ideas of time and space and it's a very pan show, Sally, as you, as you know and mm. appreciate it. It's, um, it's beyond the normal confines of gender and um and, and those petty little issues of identity that people get so hung up about um, and, and had very much integrated into it, it, into its core, this idea of accessibility, which um, in this case manifests uh, on screen and on stage in terms of Auslan interpretation. It, it's woven very much into the fabric of the story as well as the presentation of the story and all the shenanigans that are attached to this story of a, an immortal, self-mythologised being called Queen Kong uh, who has a, a band, the Homo sapiens, I being one such Homo sapien, <laughs> um, who, who perform live original music uh, telling episodes of the story of this uh, immortal being's uh, quest to understand mortality and possibly even experience it um, whilst coming to terms with what it is also to be human in all of its complexity and variety and often, sadly, destructiveness. Mm. It's a comedy, folks. Let's keep it light. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, Shakespeare had combinations of comedy and tragedy, so um, why can't we do that in the 21st century? And Absolutely. um, So I think we can, and it is really important, but it really, you know, know, this critical factor was, you know, I mean, it's a great story. It's a great show with lots of great music, um, Homo sapiens. There could be hetero sapiens, I don't know, but um, or bi sapiens, um, pan sapiens. That'll do. We'll, mm. we'll we'll keep changing the language. It's trans day hashtag trans day of audibility, so we can do what we want um, on this day in relation to that. Seriously, though, you know, it was it was just it was brilliant. I love the way when I saw it um, that you wove in the Auslan to make it more inclusive, and you know, as a a process. I think that's really important that we explain that because um, you know I think there's probably lots of people. I'm a, I'm a believer that a majority of people say two thirds, three quarters want to do the right thing on things like diversity, inclusivity, but maybe they just haven't thought about it. They don't know. We all have unconscious bias, um, and we just have to try to keep overcoming it. So that was the, the you know a critical theme of what I wanted to talk to you about is you know where did, where did that all particular aspect come from and how did you work through it in preparing rehearsing for for the show when you first did it well so asphyxia deaf artist who's Mm. on screen as a character called the motherboard um for (laughs) much of the show um and who provides a bit of backgrounding to all of the this peculiar narrative universe um, but is also there as a performer, a dancer, um, brings a lot of comedy 
some of it, which I'm, I'm sure goes over my head because I am not converse, you know, remotely fluent in Auslan myself. And also I've got <laughs> quite a bit else to concentrate on in the course of the show. Yeah. But uh, I'm various people involved with the show, whether it's Sarah Ward, Beck Matthews, Joe Franklin, Jen Bernstein and myself, that's collectively Queen Kong and the Homo Sapiens. I think um, various of the folks have known Asphyxia going back quite some time. Uh, there was a show I was involved with with Joe and Sarah and Beck were both a part of that at different times called Rockstrip. I know you were acquainted with Sally dating back to the late noughties mm-hmm. um, where As- Asphyxia was um, in one of those shows we did. Um, I, I'm thinking it must have been Sarah and Beck who approached her to participate in this. They had this vision for a, a fully accessible show where the accessibility also isn't just in terms of making a story um, understood or felt and, and appreciated by all manner of audiences, but actually really integrating that in the very form of the show, mm. which, which does, it has to be said, actually present a lot of really fascinating challenges um, because we need not just interpretation um, presented bodily by people on screen, by asphyxia on screen or by a a translator on stage sharing the stage with Sarah and the rest of us, but also titles on screen Um, and and, and a lot that all needs to be cued very precisely so that the, the visuals match what's going on on stage, match the music being played, match Queen mm. Kong delivering her monologues. And, um, you know, there's, there's a lot going on, but it is so, so rewarding when it all comes together and, and so delightful for us knowing that we're making this as inclusive as, as can be, as, you know, we'll strive always to see if there aren't ways to, I'm sure, to reach even further out, perhaps into the cosmos. Um, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice if aliens could join us as well. I mean, we are reaching out to interplanetary um, craft in, in a sense, in a carpenters-ish sense in this show. So, <laughs> um, yeah, calling all occupants of, of any craft, uh, any manner of housing on this planet, anywhere, anyone, all welcome. Well, that's right. We take, you know, we're about taking people on their merits of how they behave, not any attribute, which I'm all for. I'm also, I've got to say, all for a trans later. Um, I'm sorry. No, I'm not <laughs> sorry. And just so we can clear it up, the mystery that I've posted on social media about the significance of the tie. Yes, I have my rock strip tie on today in honour of honour of you. So that's um, cleared that one up. Um, and, you know, I sort of have got to dress formally for the occasion um, because it is a big occasion today on hashtag trans day of audibility. But I think, you know, listening, coming back to the critical points there of what you were saying, that that's a lot of, we'll say, I don't know, moving parts, pieces of jigsaw puzzle to put together for a show. And I mean, one challenge must, I'm that came to mind and look, I'm my uh, musical ability sort of doesn't go too much past air drums and air guitar, maybe air bass as well. But, um, you know, sort of um, the timing of it must, you know, to get it sort of to, well, not quite split second, but it's close enough. That must have been really um, a very fine, fine bit of needlework, so to speak. Yeah, I believe so. Fortunately, I haven't had to had too much um, to deal with that directly myself. But I know Beck Matthews has um, mm. lost a, a great many hours of of waking 
um, hours and, and hours she'd rather have been asleep, I'm sure. Um, you know, there's just a, a phenomenal amount to it. And, and we're the art centre. We, we really were entirely um, oh, playing to, uh, to, to we, we were enslaved basically by the click tracks. Um, we couldn't miss a beat. Mm. This time, this new manifestation of the show, we've allowed it to breathe a bit. There are periods where, yes, we still need to hit those marks so that everything can happen simultaneously. However, we've also given some time where we can be a bit more freeform. We can let Mm. the show breathe. We can let ourselves breathe. And there are periods where we can just play it by ear. And um, that's going to be, it's going to have a different, more rock show energy i think than that art center season that um that that was more constrained by um by that necessity for just not to miss a beat Mm. yeah look that that would have been my thought that i mean um you know it's you know um yes you can have a a tightly choreographed show musically, but also sometimes you, there's just that intuition as a performer that says do something, and you might not have been able to do that as much. So, um, you know that that freedom to ad lib a little will just you know sort of balance things out. Dara, I'm a deliberate pun. It's going to be a new manifestation of the show, um, mm-hmm. which we love. Um, so, I mean, this is just. You know, it's arts and inclusivity. I'm just, you know, the joy in me just even thinking about it and feeling it is just huge that um, you're doing this. And um, which brings us back to the specifics of next weekend. You're up in regional Victoria, which, um, of course, um, we love. Um, I had a great time up at Chill Out a few weeks ago. There's a Castle Main um, event coming up um, that I'm hoping to head up to at the end of April. But um, you're at the fabulous Castlemaine Royal Theatre. Yes. Yes. Well, it's the perfect venue for a show such as ours because it doubles as a cinema and as a concert venue. Mm. And given that our show is, is equal parts video art and live performance, with um, you know, which, which really requires a proper rock PA to, to yep. present to best advantage, I mean, it's, it's just... The best of both worlds, and um, that we'll be also recording this live. We expect that the the energy of it should be quite something, uh, and it'll be, I think, more akin to shows that we've done. Um, we've played at the Tote and Northcote Social Club a couple of times, where we've been in more a rock mode with theatrical elements rather than theatre mode with rock elements. Mm. This, I think, will be the perfect synthesis. Yep. Oh look! It just—it sounds—it sounds absolutely ideal. I mean, a lovely, a lovely venue that's made for it. Um, you know, regional Victoria, and well, to quote, I'll give my rock pedigree away from the classic 1975 Bob Seger live album. Um, if you sing loudly enough, I can't guarantee it, but you might just end up on an album. So, um, bit, bit like that, you know. So, audience, um, bring whatever noise you can, you can make. Um, and you know, be a part of it. It's just, just absolutely phenomenal, 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 um, pan phenomenal. Um, uh, um, which is just what we like on hashtag Trans Day of Audibility. Um, so the 
um, question is, if you're thinking, oh, I could do with a bit of a night in the country, maybe I'm not sure how things are going for accommodation up there, maybe you've sold the town out, but um, it could be possible, but um, how do people get tickets, um, regardless of anything else, if they want to, um, you know, sort of see the show? Well, tickets are through Oztix. Uh You can easily head to the Theatre Royal website. Um, the show is on Saturday night coming, April the 2nd, just before you all get to have an extra hour's sleep as daylight yes. savings ends. So that's all the more reason to head up there and milk that extra hour for mm. shenanigans and good times. So um, the show will begin at 8.30 and yeah, all are welcome. Um we intend to bring it. Um, we're so excited. We've, we, this is our first live showing in over three years because mm. of a certain um, viral episode that doesn't really need much explication, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so, yeah, uh, super excited. Cannot wait. Oh, look, sounds absolutely mega awesome sawsomes um you know sort of um just just what we need and i mean you know for performing artists i mean you know we well yes the less said about on many angles the last two years the better but obviously you know there's only so much um you can do in your bedroom or if you're a singer with the hairbrush in the or shower shampoo bottle under the shower or something so to be able to get back out there again um you know is just is awesome and um having you know, I, I actually am yet to see any sort of arts event. I'm not sure if the wrestling event I went to at Thornbury Theatre two weeks ago counts as performing arts, but some, some may some may say that, some may not. But um, it's just good to be out and about and watching um, people do it. And you know, it's um, just you know, Melbourne is a um, and Victoria, Melbourne as part of Victoria, we're just you know, it is a diverse state in many ways. Yes, there's lots of sport if that's your thing, but there's also lots of music and arts and fashion and things, and we've lost that sort of enjoyment we've had in of course in the last two years so to have it back is awesome um great to be out in regional victoria which um you know sort of has um which you know the tourism needs the boost so it's just a total win-win and um look i was just going to say that when i saw the original a few years ago well i wanted to thank you all for this because it gave me an idea that eventually i worked on in relation to this radio program that I'm, I say jokingly a lot, I'm a 56-year-old who still remembers in terms of technology where telegrams were bits of paper rather than a nasty right-wing app. Um, (laughs) But So sometimes I'm slow to latch on to these things, but I thought, how can I make this show more accessible to those who are deaf, hard of hearing and similar? And it's where I got the idea to start using some um, transcription software to at least give people some accessibility. So I really want to thank all of you in the show for that because, um, it, you know, this is the I, why I wanted to ask you about it because it helped me get an idea and I hope that listening to it, it gives more performers more ideas on how they can make shows more inclusive. It's not impossible. You know, we, you and I both had coffee before we came on. With coffee and queer creativity, we can resolve these issues. Well, that's true. And also it, it bears mentioning that there is often funding for such initiatives as well to uh to add that little extra incentive. So um, look into it, folks. Anyone out there listening with a, a germ of an idea and wondering how possible it might be to realise it, it's, it is possible. Well, that, that was something actually else that crossed my mind somewhere as I was preparing for the show today. Slipped out and thank you for bringing it back in because I'm sure there are ways of funding this through various arts and um, 
relevant um, philanthropic bodies um, that support um, diversity and inclusion as well. And so, I, you know, it's just a matter of tracking it down or maybe getting doing some communication with an organisation that might know Network Network and all those sorts of things. So glad, glad you mentioned that as well. Um, look, Cerise, it's just been... It's it's absolutely awesome, and I do say, <coughs> excuse me, in all sincerity, thank you for all your contributions to arts and queer in Melbourne over a long time. It's made a difference. You've been a bit of a, a beacon there um, with all the things you've done um, across media, arts, um, education, all sorts of things, and your performances. And so, um, you know, it's just fam- fabulous that this has all come together. Um, well, you've got an extra hour to party on, given that um, to return back of daylight savings times afterwards. So party hard and safely for me after a fabulous performance. And once again, Oztix and Theatre Royal websites to get tickets for next Saturday night at Castle Main Royal Theatre for um, Queen Kong and the Homo Sapiens in Outer Space. Yep. Um, thank you so much, Sally, for giving me an opportunity on Trans Day Award. Audibility? Audibility, Aud- that's yes. right, because it's yeah. it's radio. Coming up, of course, to yeah. Trans Day of Visibility on uh, next Sunday. Uh, next Thursday, sorry, the 31st of March. We love Sundays on this show. Um, Cerise, thanks so much for your time. Um, just hang on a second. I'll get um, some music rolling, and um, then um, we'll come. I'll continue on with the rest of the show. Uh, Cerise Howard on 3CR Out of the Pan. And um, let's have something that does have a little bit of a bass solo in it, um, which I dug out for um, today in honour of the bass stuff. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
get your copy of 3CR's magnificent book. It's a stunning history of the people, programs and issues at the station since 1976. On sale now for the amazing price of just $20. Pick one up at the station or jump online and place your order. Radical Radio, celebrating 40 years of 3CR. On sale now for $20. like rock and roll, tune in to Shake, Rattle and Roll and you will hear rock and roll, rockabilly, rhythm and blues, doo-wop, country rock, pop and a lot more. Remember, Shake, Rattle and Roll, now on Saturday nights from 8pm to 9.30, only on 3CR. Three CR eight five five AM three CR digital three CR dot org dot AU three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon. Prior to the messages, we had two um, tracks with bass solos in them: Cold Chisel from the classic East album Never Before, Phil Small on bass, and of course Ian Moss on lead vocals and guitar. And then we had ZZ Top from the Afterburner album and Velcro Fly, and a tribute to the late, great Dusty Hill, the bass player of ZZ Top, who passed away around six months ago. Um, well, Trans Day of Audibility, what else can we say? I mean, Trans Day of Audibility leading up to the big Trans Day of the Year, Trans Awesomeness Day, um, as I like to call it sometimes, on the 31st of March this year in 2022, falling on a Thursday, uh, the thing, of course, that I think we always need to remember is not every trans person is willing or able to be visible for lots of reasons. And this is where I think it's really important that we acknowledge visibility, I'll say in a very broad sense of that word, has to be a every, every individual's free choice. And it would be similar um, for, I'll say, sexual and romantic orientation. You know, sadly, there are places in the world where some people can't be out. I think in particular at the moment of, you know, there's many countries in the world, but of course the obvious one that comes to mind is um, LGBTQ people in Ukraine, you know, fighting for their existence because if Russia gets control of that country, yoikes. Um, It leads actually into, uh, we've had a a great email from Mel, a couple of great emails, um, who wishes um, everyone, well, didn't say everyone, but I'll take it as everyone, happy Trans Day of Audibility. Um, Well, thank you, Mel. Hope you're having a good one as well. Hope all um, those connecting into the program are. The thing is, uh, Mel's also sent in another story, which got me thinking as I was um, listening to the two tracks. Um, Here's something that's I don't know, it's one of those do you laugh or cry sort of moments. It's um, from CNN News. Um, a content note meant, there, I knew there'd be one eventually. Um, I hope that's, I'm not sure if I like my sort of telepathy there. Content note mention of transphobic author. Uh, the headline from this CNN article reads, J.K. Rowling hits back at Putin after he likened Russia to her in rant against cancel culture. I mean, already, I don't know, it's one of those laugh or cry, you know, do you do take that and do stand-up comedy out of it or something? Um, 
So um, the Russian president compared the West's treatment of his country to a public backlash faced by the Harry Potter author. Um, well, and um, JK has come back and said critiques of cancel culture are not best made by those slaughtering civilians. Quote, and that's quote un, um, that's pretty much quote unquote from um, not best made and slaughtering civilians. Um, so let's certainly um, the um, Putin and cronies, not Russia. Um, interesting, saw an a, a article about a Russian newsreader who went on air on state Russian TV and criticised the war. I hope she's going to be all right, seriously. But, um, you know, I deliberately, you know, and we do need to make clear that this is about Putin, and, of course, there's lots of Russians who don't support the war. Um, But, you know, um, yes, um, you know, Putin's invasion is slaughtering innocent civilians and military in the Ukraine. But... um, you know, maybe not physically, maybe not directly. But the thing is, when people like um, the views, I'll focus on the views actually, of, you know, sort of J.K. Rowling come out, they damage trans and gender diverse people psychologically and maybe indirectly lead to death. And, you know, that is not acceptable. The thing, though, for all of these silly types of people, um, views, sorry, um, you know, that um, I think that there's something that we need to consider. Yes, there's a long way to go. There always is. We can't afford to be complacent. Um, we will always have to be alert, not alarmed. But I wanted to share something that happened to me back um, in, well, what was the horrible moments, relatively horrible by um, Australian trans standards of the and I will say another content note, the so-called religious discrimination bill debate back in early February. And, you know, that Wednesday leading into the Thursday of that second week in February as the bills were, you know, went through the House of Representatives, I couldn't sleep that night. Um, I didn't want to listen to the debates. I just couldn't bring, um, or watch them on whatever broadcasts were available, if they were. Um it was just too much, but I couldn't sleep. I what found some five-hour epic on YouTube and watched that and finally exhausted myself. Woke up the next morning and, of course, heard the bills had gone through the reps. Um, and that was extremely anxiety-provoking. And then when you know it was um, going to be that Andrew Bragg would have um, voted for similar amendments as to the Labor Party and the five Liberals who crossed the floor and the bill was withdrawn, I think that you know when you strung out um, emotionally, you sort of, and then the tension goes away, you sort of, um, in a sense, emotionally collapse. Well, I emotionally and physically had a small, you know, sort of disintegration and slept for about four or five hours on Thursday afternoon. And I woke up feeling you know, obviously washed out. And of course, the other thing that happened on that Wednesday was the press club addressed by Grace Tame and Brittany Higgins. And I watched the whole hour. And it was like a tonic. It was like psychological caffeine, said the Melbourneian. And I just, what I loved about them was their no-nonsense, we'll put, we'll set our agenda. And this has been something that's been bugging me for a while in the rainbow communities. I feel we've become too reactive to other people's agendas. And there's a lot of factors in that. Yes, there's been a shift to the right in Australia over the last 25 years politically, and of course, to a fair extent in the world, so the sort of things we've 
seen on and from a number of countries have been abhorrent. But something in me said, if Grace and Brittany can stand up and talk about their experiences, and they're not, um, you know, sort of invulnerable or not, in, you know, they're not, um, what's the word I'm after, you know, 100% rock solid. I, and content note, mental health, Grace Tame had to recently um, check in to for some major mental health support. And if you are listening out there somewhere, Grace, I wish you every good vibe um, that we can send you. And it's not easy to get up and tell your story, but what they've been through and they did it. And I thought, well, why the hell can't I? And it's been really interesting since then. Yes, I've had some personal experiences in the last um, two and a half years, particularly from around September last year through to early February this year. But somehow I felt revived and it's like sod them. Um, to the critics, sorry, of um, those of trans people, sod them. And I do feel like the tide is turning. The fact that those bills did get defeated was something. The fact that the um, Latham um, anti-trans kids bill is not going to go ahead in New South Wales. And maybe we are seeing a turn of the tide. This time it really feels right. It's not just a, you know, a wishful hope. And on this um, sort of time at Trans Day of Visibility and as we're getting to um, trans uh, on this broadcast of hashtag Trans Day of Audibility, I can feel some hope coming back. And, you know, obviously that is dependent on the election result. I mean, from a trans point of view and a queer point of view and a social justice point of view, well, you know, it depends how you want to look at it. Um, when the election happens within around 55 days time maximum, obviously not called officially yet, um, you know, it depends on the result. If, you know, we, let's just try to weigh it up methodically. If LNP get back in, we're in for another three years of hell. But I think that um, if Labor get in, you know, that there's going to be some ground made up. But what we need to do is make sure we get the whole trans and rainbow agenda. This approach of, oh, we'll just do one reform per term is simply not good enough. And there's been other things since. The fact that over 80%, according to a survey released and um, discussed in a Guardian article, Guardian Australia article, says that over 80% of parents want gender and sexuality discussed in schools. Um, and that's you know pretty even across all demographics, including faith. I think the sort of nonsense that we see, you know, where sadly Florida, for example, has these um, don't talk about gay type of bills going through Parliament. We see this in so many states in the USA. I just don't think it's washing here. We're a down-to-earth country. Yes, we've got to keep pushing and fighting and clawing, but we need to get it back on our playing field. And that's my um, verdict from now on in terms of the things that I do, which is why I want to have conversations with people like Cerise and not... Um, waste time on faux issues and I'm not even going to mention the faux issues I'm sure listeners to this program know what they are it's our agenda um, pun intended and it's time that we started putting it on board and that also includes trans people speaking for trans I'm sorry but there's too many in my opinion here's today's controversial comment there is a cartel of so-called LGBTIQA plus organizations that are trying to take everything over and they are not looking after diversity well enough. I won't name names, um, you know, um, but it's time that trans people spoke for trans people, organised for trans people, and led trans-specific issues. And, for that matter, as a bi-pan person, bi leads bi. I'm sure many other people would feel the same way too. 
um, borrow from the quote from disability communities, nothing about us without us. We are not going to be spoken for by careerists, by people who don't really have our interests at heart and people who, at the worst case, never really cared and don't give a damn. We have to speak for ourselves, And that, to me, will bring more trans visibility in. That is what will do it. Um, when we energise ourselves, we can do it. Um, as I say, I've been through some hell in the last two years, but I'm now at that um, um, part where it says, you are now leaving hell, thank you for visiting. Yeah, well, no thanks really, but I'm on, I'm on the highway to the right road. And that's my sort of off-the-cuff, from-the-heart um, sort of comment for Trans Day of Visibility in 2022. Let's have a listen to some diverse music now, dropping the bass theme for just a bit. Um, my sister put me onto this one, um, an Australian country artist, and why I haven't heard of her um, since she first um, started um, becoming more publicly known seven years ago, I don't know, because she's really awesome. Here's Fanny Lumston and a track called Tidy Town, 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally.
Subscribe to 3CR. Where else can you hear radical news, analysis, music and opinions? Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 03-9419-8377. Thank you, 3CR. We love you. Three CR eight five five AM three CR digital three CR dot org dot AU three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally. Just about um, finished the show for today, but of course stay tuned for Trans Day of Audibility. There's a mountain um, of um, great program coming up, um, part of special programming. So Freedom of Species not in the studio today. Um, at um, from one to one thirty, we've got um, um, D from Saint Ergo. Um, who will be um, talking about their um, more music work. They're also a single parent from the Dandenong Rangers and working. they're working on a full-length album. Um, Tilda coming in with rotations. And by the way, thanks to everyone for all the great action on social media today through the roof. Um, that's from one thirty till 3, a one-and-a-half-hour special of rotations. Queering the Air from 3 till 4, um, Mental Health and Trans People with Franklin Hooper, um, Sandy O'Sullivan, who's director of the Colonial Project of Gender, um, Wiradjuri and Trans and Non-Binary Lecture and Researcher from Macquarie University, Homelessness in the Trans Community with Terence Humphreys, co-director of 2010 and Jacobs presenting that, Parenting Beyond Gender, um, about two young people, Fox and Jamie, and that's part of um, put together in by many people, including Drummond Street Queerspace, who do awesome things, Sweet Dream from 5 till 6, a special edition, and Three Generations of Trans Immigrants, um, featuring three trans women of colour and their lived experience as an immigrant in Australia. So what a huge lineup! How visible and audible does it get? Um, and thank you, 3CR, for supporting the trans community. And I forgot to mention that I'm now into my 18th year. Um, it was um, the 17th anniversary of the show back three weeks ago on the 6th and uh, what a pleasure it is to come in and be a part of it all please support 3cr subscribe donate um, buy books buy t-shirts or the whole caboodle Um, also forgot to thank um, andrew from out of the blue um, diving deep um, for the marine news well as much as one might dive deep into the werribee river I didn't dive into the one metre deep um, or two metre deep Yarra up at Warrandyte yesterday. I got one last swim in before the end of the season, um, given the awesome weather. 
I'll take it out today with a bit of um, another bass player, back to the bass theme, um, Timothy B. Schmidt of the Eagles on lead vocals from Hell Freezes Over and a great track for um, Trans um, Day of Visibility in this week. Love will keep us alive. Let's keep doing it that way. Thanks for tuning into Out of the Pan. Enjoy the rest of hashtag Trans Day of Audibility 2022. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.